This is a podcast where we play Call of Cthulhu. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here, or don't, whatever you think is best. Welcome back to another special edition of MBH Plays Call of Cthulhu. I know that you're all probably very excited to find out what happens next as we dive deeper into the madness that is the mind of one Alan Boone. Uh, Beware, (laughs) but we are um, very, very excited for you to hear what's left. Again, huge thanks to Jamie and Sarah for joining us for this very special Halloween episode. I know this is coming to you in November, but hopefully you can still handle a few spooks. So without further ado, let's hop right back into it as our four investigators have found themselves face to face with something horrifying inside the library. Everyone make a sanity check. No! Uh, I already failed. Oh. I failed my sanity. <laughs> okay, actually I got a nine. I also got a nine. Oh my god. 97. Well, high five. Nines. I, don't I got know a if nine. There is out an of extreme 60. or not. There's not really a fifth or anything. No, it's just a, it's a nine. Yeah, I think it's just a uh, pass fail. Yeah. So if you passed, you lose three sanity points. Oh my gosh. If you failed. Oh no. I failed. I failed too. I got 77 over 60. I got 97. Oh wow. <laughs> We're going to go Parker. If you failed, you lose five. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Mm. Uh-oh. Okay. So here's where the sanity system comes into play. Oh, no. <clears throat> so first of all, whenever you lose sanity, if you lose under five and you didn't fail, nothing happens. If you fail and lose any, then you make a v- involuntary action. So for those who failed... Uh, so who all failed? Who all passed? Let's we, Felicia and I passed. Okay. Me and Sarah. And they both failed. Oh, no. They're the ones with the guns. Okay. They have the guns. We don't have guns. No, no. I have nothing. Yeah, Rachel failed. She's got her gun out. We both have our guns out. <laughs> it's pointed at the thing, though. Yeah. So I'll say that both of you, from your failing, involuntarily squeeze the trigger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to get shot. <laughs> Let's roll a, a firearms handgun. Rachel's right behind Marion. Um, I got a hard success. Okay. Yeah. I got a ninety-three. Oh. <laughs> oh. So the the hard success, it it hits this thing right in the chest, and when it does, it's like shooting through the skin. It's like shooting through paper almost. It's just kind of like kind of rips open and you just see writhing mass of red wet uh, tendrils underneath as it's still lurching forward and then for the one who failed it it goes wild and it hits a book high up on the shelf and that just causes like a bunch of books on that shelf to just kind of fall off and 
make like just this big pile of books in the corner. Wow. And then also, if you lose five points or more, you get a temporary insanity condition. Oh, that's great. Yeah, let's let's see how this goes. Where's my <laughs> oh, God. die? Oh my! Oh no! <laughs> I know. For Rachel, you just find that suddenly worms. That's your new thing. Oh no! You love you love worms. I love them. You love worms. Like she wants to eat them. Oh! You're not afraid of them. You you want to collect them. You want to go out back and dig. In the, in the dirt, find some worms. You want to eat worms. You want worms to eat you. You want to, like, have... You just can't wait for the day whenever you become worm food. And you wish you were conscious for your rotting corpse to be all wormy. Oh, gosh. Like, you, you just, the, the idea of worms is wonderful to you. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. That's enough. We're done. Um, no more. <laughs> That's the end of it. We're done. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, gosh. So for Lily, you, on the other hand, are suddenly terrified of books. What? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Lily just starts screaming. <laughs> yes. The, they're everywhere. They're all over here. So this is going to be for three rounds. So, which which is roughly, you know, like a minute. Yeah. The unease for books is going to linger, but for a minute, you are just horrified. Like, you start to bolt out... Of the library. Of the library, but unfortunately, the butler is standing there in that little uh, person-sized exit from the little alcove y'all are in. Oh, no. <laughs> and, he, and he tries to calm you down. He's, like, putting his hands up, like... In a facile mile of, hey, whoa, it's okay, it's okay. But, like, he's not very good at it. Lily fights her way out, or at least tips to. So, let me ask you an important question. Would you consider the red tendril thing coming out of the back of that thing's head a worm? <laughs> no! Uh, it is indeterminate. Why'd you have to say that? <laughs> I just had to ask. What's the answer? Why'd you say that for? It, it's certainly worm-ish. Oh, no. Uh, specifically, this applies to earthworms. Okay, okay. As well as, like, grub worms, tapeworms. Oh, heartworms. 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 Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. But, like, this, this tendril... It's unclear whether this is a worm or something else. So it's it's one of those like, hmm, what is this? So are we like going in order? How's this working right now? Uh yeah, let's let's go into Dex order. Okay. And the librarian's still there? The librarian's still there. She is standing there, she's holding her umbrella kinda out in front of her like a cane. <laughs> Like the whole time she was, she's been talking. The whole time she's been around, she's just had a sort of like this uh, creepy Stepford smile. Okay. And it's just still there. She's she's like unperturbed by what's happening. Okay. Wow. Who has the jar of wormy hearts? Uh, the butler does. Lurch. The butler does. It's in his uh, pocket, in his uh, in his suit coat. Okay. Yeah. So for this, we are in Dex order. So did you say that if you have a firearm out, you get a bonus to your dex? If you're going to shoot. If you're not going to shoot, then you, you don't get the bonus. But, like, you can 
you get a pl- you shoot on plus fifty. Okay, so my dex is a forty, so I'm probably in dead last. So, Candy is a fifty. Uh, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, looking at the character sheets. Where's Rachel? There's a lot of fifties in here. Rachel, why do you keep saying Candy? Because that's on the character sheet. Hey, Sarah, why does he keep saying Candy? You're acting sus, Sarah. Because I, I was going to do Candy at first, and then last night I was oh, like, okay. no, it has to be Rachel. <laughs> no, there's like she a might- secret <laughs> alias or something. Yeah, I'm still not convinced. But. Every time somebody says Candy, she like, <laughs> she's like, no, 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 Candy. Okay. Don't, don't, don't say that. It's not Candy. The detective has been letting this behavior slide thus far. <laughs> <laughs> she's had other things she's to deal with. She's been suspicious the whole time. You know, but you know she's, other priorities. Yeah, other stuff going on. Anyway, okay, so what's the order that we're going in? Are, I'm assuming that these two ladies, you said they, they both fired off accidentally before, but now we're going into order, but they're still, they're, they are affected by their temporary craziness for three rounds, you said? Yes. Okay. So... Right now, there aren't any worms around, so it's not going to have any impact unless worms show up. But I know that there's worms around. Yeah, she That's does. true. And Lily's trying to book it out of there. Yes. Book it. Get it. Get it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> get it. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. That's a good one. It, took me a it was unintentional, so it was, it was uh, Puns are only funny when they're unintentional. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Shut up, Felicia. All right, here we go. All right. So the the person with the highest decks is actually the librarian. Oh, oh baloney and cheese! Like that's But all she does is stand there and smile. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's totally normal. For she this got something hanging out our back of her head too. Like I got isn't. Uh, you don't see anything. So next up, either Rachel, Lily, or Marion, because you're all at fifty. You go ahead, Lily. <laughs> You go ahead. Lily is trying to get past the butler and get out of there. Yeah, so you can do a fighting maneuver. The way it works is you can fight, and if you fight, depending on what you do, you can use a fighting brawl. That's for anything that's like melee and like simple weapons. Like a sword wouldn't work here, but like, you know, like a knife or a club or something or fists. And uh, whenever you do that, the, your opponent can either dodge or they can fight back, which case they roll their fighting brawl. You're trying to get out. Trying to get out. So let's call that a... Let's just say it's a, a strength check versus uh, the butler. A one. Are you kidding me? No. Wow. Wow. I got two zeros on one and a one on the other dice. Holy cow. She's going to come to him and be like, why am I out here? Wow. Like, <laughs> That was basically the only way you're going to get past him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so you push past him and it's like, he is weirdly stiff. You're thinking like, there's no way I want to get past him, but you've got like this superhuman adrenaline fueled strength yeah. and you don't actually like beat him out. Like, if y'all arm wrestled, he would win any time against probably any of you. He could probably flick me and knock me over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he is he is all all muscle. But, when you push past him, he's kind of surprised. And so, like, he just kind of, like, gives way, sort of wobbles a little bit. And uh, he turns for a minute, like he's going to stop you. 
And then he turns back to the, the scene ahead. And he does say, Wait, don't. And that's as much as he gets out. <laughs> so next, either Rachel or Marianne. Rachel, you can go, you worm eater. Um, so Rachel is going to say, uh, Hey, uh, Lurch, Lurch, don't let her out. Oh, also, I need those hearts. I need that jar of hearts, okay? Can you bring that over here? And she's going to shoot <laughs> at the thing. Okay, so, so Lurch, like... He's just kind of, he's looking kind of baffled, like, what, what? He doesn't say that. He's just kind of, like, looking back and forth. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, a very slow and prolonged, like, a delayed reaction kind of thing. He doesn't have very high decks, if you can't tell. So, shooting, go ahead and uh, roll firearms for a handgun. All right, so I've got 80 for firearms. Um... What makes a hundred again? Oh, three zeros. Oh no no. Okay, I got a ten on the percentile and a zero, ten. so that's that's ten. Okay, cool. Ten. Okay. Yeah, so you that. hit. That's a uh, extreme success. Awesome. So with extreme success, that does an impale. Oh jeez. So what that means is you take the full damage, and then you roll as well. So my revolver says 1d8. Is that right? Yes. So what you you roll your damage bonus. So the d8 you get the full 8 and then you roll the 1d4. So 2 so that's 6. No, that's uh, 10. <laughs> 8 plus eight. 2 is 10. I know my yes. math. <laughs> math is hard. Yeah, well, when you're dealing with insanity, math is the first thing to go. That's true. That's the first thing to go. He doesn't try to dodge. He doesn't try to jump out of the way. He's just still straining forward and getting smaller. So it just blows through his chest, and it's a different hole from before. Uh, so there's still the one smaller hole. Now there's a another one that's bigger, and you just still see the writhing inside. Oh, my god! Does it look like worms? In a way, sort of, yes. It, it, it does look kind of oh, wormy. No, you you kind of want to reach in there. <laughs> oh, oh do don't it. do that. Don't I stick do. your hand in there. I do. I'm going to start like, hey, is that is that worms underneath there? <laughs> she kind of starts <laughs> leaning forward. Oh, and my the, God. Like, the thing is, like, none of us know that she wants the worms. <laughs> right. Don't know why she wants the worms. Don't know why Lily bolted. Yeah. So now it's to Marion, right? Yeah. So if I'm near Rachel and I see her going for the uh, creepy thing, I'm probably, like my instinct, I feel like would probably be to grab her or try to keep her from that thing. Does that make sense? She's moving toward it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, if you see your companion walking toward the monster, you might. And I also know that she does not, because I've been with her in the yeah. house, she does not like creepy stuff. She's also saying, like, is that worms? And, like, <laughs> a broken... She's whispering about worms. Worms. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy. Okay. I feel an art project coming on. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that going to be? Is that going to be, like, contesting strengths here? Like, what are you going to do with that? Uh... 
That would just be, I think, still a fighting brawl, but it would be considered a combat maneuver. So you wouldn't try be trying to hurt, you would just be trying to restrain. So. Yeah, I'm just trying to grab him. So both of y'all roll. You can either try to dodge or try to uh, fight back, which would just be resisting, whichever one. Well, I'm going to try to dodge. I'm going to try to, like, brush her off. Like, I don't want to hurt Marion. Okay. Well, what, what you doing? What you doing? So I'm just going to... Oh, we're, okay. we're both rolling fighting brawl? Or I'm doing dodge? You roll dodge. Okay, that's not as good. Oh. So I got a 62 and mine's a 25, so that's bad. So you fail. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just uh, holler out, Rachel, what are you doing? She is moving toward the worms. Not the You guys, there's worms over there. Do you see that? <laughs> it's not worms. <laughs> no, there's, look, it's in his body. There's like, no worms. Uh, yeah, it's right under the skin. You can see him moving. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, the professor doesn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> the professor wants to leave, uh, but also he feels somewhat sane and awfully disgusted. <laughs> he has his his little miniature like cane sword pulled out. A part of me wants to go try to chop that tendril. Oh, my gosh. I had the same thought a minute ago, but I feel like Marion wouldn't do that. So, well, yes. he served. He had, he had a stint in the military, like all men of culture, uh, in, his, in his younger times. So he feels that he has to. He is digging deep and he is calling upon inner strength. And I think he's going to try and chop that uh, chop that tendril. Yeah, just make a fighting brawl. I'll consider this a combat maneuver, and it's not being resisted in any way because it's just tall and it's right there. He's not good at that. <laughs> but. I did roll a 21 out of 25. Wow. Wow. You did it. Nice. Roll some damage on that. There wasn't a sword, but there was a machete. Yeah, use the machete. Machete. Uh, That is a three, and my character sheet says I have no damage bonus. Yeah, so three, you cut a good nick through it. Mm. It doesn't slice all the way through, but the, the thing... He's pulling against it, and you notice it just start tearing, and then it goes like you hear a, mm. and it it just kind of pulls apart. When it does, the tendril kind of like writhes, like noodly, you know, oh, around, no. and then it go then it pulls back into the wall, kind of like a, and then the thing just collapses. And it's like really loose skin. And for a minute, there's some writhing inside, just like you'd seen before, but then it stops. And the thing's just kind of like a pile of, of skin and uh, flesh. And it smells of, now that you've kind of had a chance to, to like kind of just breathe for a minute. We don't need this. It smells like formaldehyde oh. and old rot. Oh, my God. Uh, like, if you've ever been in a house that's had a lot of water damage, it kind of smells like that, too. Oh, my gosh. The librarian steps up and says, well, that was exciting. Rachel uh, walks over and starts to, like, shove her hands into the chest cavity and like pull, like uh, starts rooting around. Yeah, when you do oh, that, you find that there. Professor <laughs> Professor William barfs. 
<laughs> he barfs. Uh, the librarian says, ooh, my. <laughs> She's like, there's worms oh in here, I know. I just saw them, they're right in here. She's just like tearing uh, through it. Oh, somebody stop her from doing There's that. like bits so, of uh, red and gunk just like coming off. Uh, so the the uh, the tendril inside, you notice it's all one piece, and it you're like feeling through it, and it's just like as you as you kind of like dig through it, you do find the frame of like a normal sized body in there. You feel like the the skeleton and muscles and stuff underneath it, and it's just it's just kind of wet and nasty. And the skin though is like weirdly dry, like like dry and kind of like stretched out. And it feels almost like it should just rip. It's weird that it's stretched out as much as it has. Oh. And then the tendril, it just feels kind of. For you, it's like, ugh, this is this is not the kind of worm I was hoping for. <laughs> like, what what's this? Oh, Professor, there's something solid. I think there's actually somebody in here. There's no worms. <laughs> Disappointed in the wormage. I pull out my handkerchief to wipe my mouth, but then I remember that it was on that tentacle thing, and so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, at this point, I just kind of shake my head and use my sleeve. <clears throat> my dear, what exactly? Possess you to shove your hands inside of this corpse. Has it been like a minute? Yeah, it's been it's been a little it's been a, it's been a second minute. So Rachel's like, well, there. Uh, oh my god, what's on me? Oh, oh, oh my god, what is this? Marion's just standing there, like she don't even know what to say. She's usually a, uh, you know, she talks a lot. When it comes to journalism, but she, she just, no. Lily comes walking back in. I take the handkerchief and I do wipe the goop off of my sword and put it back into the cane. And then I throw the handkerchief down onto the corpse. It sort of like absorbs into the corpse. It's really weird. It's like a, oh, you don't understand why. Miss Librarian, would you please tell us? Please, please, sir. What's going on here? What is this? Well, I don't rightly know myself. That thing shouldn't be here. It should be in the other room. What other room? Oh, you know, the the room where the uh, specimens are kept. The specimens. Is that word again? Yes, it's it shouldn't it shouldn't be moving like it does. It's it should be more an inanimate than animate. What was that ten um the tendril? I don't rightly know. That is concerning, I would say. Yes, that's a proper word for it. Concerning. I would say that much of this is concerning. I'm concerned. This whole situation is concerning. Marion's going to take a picture of the corpse. It's probably the least <laughs> creepy picture you've taken. I feel that perhaps we should um, we should begin focusing on finding a way out of here. I completely agree at this point. I no longer have any curiosity. I am <laughs> ridden. I just... Wretched all of my curiosity onto the floor, and I'm ready to leave. Post haste. Post haste. Quite, quite, quite quickly, please. Is there a towel or something? Oh. <laughs> somebody give me a towel. Um, <laughs> Have you got wet wipes? Have you Marian's, got wet wipes around? <laughs> Mary's got like 
like I guess a jacket or a blazer uh. type thing on, and she just takes it off and hands it to Rachel. Oh God! I'm afraid my handkerchief has been compromised. The librarian says, "Oh, there's no need for that. Let me, let me." Uh, and she goes, steps out into the out of the alcove. Hmm. You hear like a drawer opening and closing. She comes back and she's got like a uh, uh, like what what you would set like for cleaning books, I guess. I don't okay. know. Okay. Uh, and she hands you like a towel thing. All right. <laughs> Rachel's like wiping herself off. She's like, I, I, "Let's get out of here. Uh, let's just go." So the butler says. Of course, if you would like to leave, let me show you the way. Hopefully the storm doesn't prevent you. I don't really give a crap about this storm at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think this creature in here was the worst. So as you start following, you, you leave the library even though it's circuitous, it's not as troublesome as you'd expect to find your way out. And, uh, the librarian follows you to the exit of the library and says, Toodaloo, I hope you find your way. And then she kind of, she, she doesn't stop smiling, but her smile looks more like a grimace for a split second, but then it returns to that Stepford smile. And she says, I've got, I've got quite a bit to clean up, so farewell. And then the butler leads you down the hallway. It's, it looks different, but you can't really quite put your finger on how as you start walking through. Great. Yes. But you soon find yourself back in the foyer. He says, If you're going to leave, here's the way out. Thank you, good man. Um, pass the word on to the good baron that uh, he can find his own uncle. And uh, I'll try to open the door. You open the door, and it opens. But, outside, is not there. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Where is it? Where is it, Alan? We're in the storm. It opens to what looks like an underground cavern lit by torchlight. Oh, no. If I'm not mistaken, no. it does not look like how we came in. What is going on around here? It's the storm. Dimensions, my dear. Dimensions and storms and walking corpses with bloody red tentacles. You forgot the hearts with the worms. <laughs> Don't say that word. So everything we've witnessed has been true. That or we've all gone quite mad, and to be honest, I'm not sure which I'd prefer. I, I I don't know what to do, you guys. I'm not smart. I can hit things. I'm not smart. But I want out. We gotta get our way out of here. I'm at a loss. That's still the way out. This might not take you the way you want. Well, that's... that's scary. Mm. So which is the lesser of two evils? The evil that we know, or the evil that we don't? If he says this is the way out, then, you know, I mean, he did take us to the telephone room, like we asked. You mean the telephone room with the creepy wire? Yeah. And the dimension lady? Yeah. <laughs> and to the lab with that creepy wooden thing? And then yes. the library with that other creepy thing that I stuck my hands into. So with what the creepy are... librarian. Yes. What's what's our options here? We, we, we go out into this admittedly terrifying cavern or we return into this mansion descend further into madness who knows what else awaits us and where would we go madness might meet us on both ends unfortunately and so we must choose i think we should go out this uh door 
Marion believes we should go into the cavern. Who thinks we should continue into the cavern? Who thinks we should continue into the mansion? Lurch, Lurch, what's in what's in the cavern? Do you know? I don't know. Just that it's not inside here unless it is. Great. Well, that makes sense. Supremely helpful. Yes, very helpful. Thank you. Well, what about uh, how do we get back to our own dimension? How do we do that? Oh, well, the storm will pass. This is the dimension that we're in. We are here. Where is here? Well said. I don't know. We are where we are. Do we just stand here and keep opening and closing the door until it's something we like? Try it. Give it a shot. <laughs> Man. Marion walks over to the door, shuts it, <laughs> pulls it back. Nope, cavern. <laughs> when you open it over and over again, it's the cavern. But the last time you open it, there's something crouching there. I'm not no, going in there. No, no, no. Shut the no. door. Shut it hard. <laughs> Shut the door so hard and lock the door. Lily I put my back yes. against the door. No, we're not going out there. No, no I'm not going out there, Marion. I'm sorry. When you I'm close the door, close. something puts its foot in. No. no. Oh, my God. No. The butler says, don't worry. That's just Golbo. <laughs> Golbo? Does what? Golbo push his way in? He tries to get in. He's he's from the grounds. He he's not allowed in, but in the storm we'll let him in. And he opens the door and Golbo lopes in. Lopes? No. What's he look like? Why does he lope? Why does he creep? So lopey? imagine a dog. No. Right? no. <laughs> but instead of a dog, it's like hairless. No. And it's got like a bulb for a head. And and the bulb peels, and there's a tongue, and it's kind of like panting the way a dog would. And then he kind of like curls up. That's why you thought it was something crouching, because it was curled up before. And he also has human feet for some reason. No. But he walks on all fours, and he has four human feet. Man's gonna take a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> Also, everybody make a sanity check. Oh, my good what? lord. Well, I got a 77, so that's a fail. 68. 27. I got an 8. Hold on. Okay. So everybody who passed only loses one sanity point. Oh, okay. God. Everybody who failed loses one sanity point. Oh, thank you. To, oh, wow. Sweet. Thanks to a roll. Y'all were very fortunate. I guess uh, the, the butler was reassuring. Yeah. Must have been. Well, this has all been very exciting. Uh, Butler, would you please take us somewhere? Where would you like to go? I've heard of an atrium. I've heard of uh, uh You don't want to go to the atrium. Why don't we want to go to the atrium? What's in the atrium? Well. I guess we need to go to the atrium. No. No. I mean, the butler says we don't want to go. We probably don't want to go. So, you mentioned specimens. Yes. Specimens. Where, where are they located? Well, they're in the deep lab, the storage. The deep lab. Yes. Oh, that sounds quite fun. No, I don't want to go there. <sighs> yes, that's 
Not a pleasant place. I do not like there either. Butler, where would you begin searching for your master? I would have searched in the laboratory first. And then? The library. And And then? then? (laughs) I would have searched the grounds. Oh, crud. Lily face fogs. You mean we gotta go out of this house? With Bulbo? Well, Golbo's in here now. Oh, Golbo. But he can he can lead you. He is a good tracker. Um, I can, don't know about does that. Does Golbo speak the king's English? Yeah, what's Golbo sound like, Alan? No, don't. <laughs> Please. So the bulb opens up and you hear, Golbo! Golbo! <laughs> no. <laughs> the Pokemon. Oh, my Mother God. Mother it's a creepy God. Pokemon. That's why we call him Golbo. <laughs> I was thinking more like Gom. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, is Golbo friendly? The butler leans down and scratches him behind what would maybe be an ear, but it's not. It's just part of the bulb. <laughs> and Golbo opens his bulb and his tongue <laughs> comes out. It's like, <laughs> he's quite friendly, usually. Great. Great. Awesome. I regret so many choices in my life, but none more than coming to this place. Hey, Golbo, you know where your master is? You can lead us to him, right, boy? Yeah, that's a yes. That's a yes. I heard it. So he starts, like, he closes his bulb and just opens it a little bit, and you hear, like, (laughs) sounds more like a pig than a dog, like snuffling for truffles. Do you guys think maybe he can sniff them out? Let's sally forth. Let us continue. What point is there in dallying? It's not like we can go anywhere. Hey, Alert. What does Golbo eat? Mostly onions. <laughs> oh, sick. Oh, well, that's all right. That's all right. That's better than human arms. <laughs> he probably stinks. I expected something a lot worse. <laughs> that's oh, true. Oh, he eats toes. Yes. That's uh, human toes. <laughs> <laughs> Just toenails. Oh, God, no. Yes, guard your toes. Oh, no. <laughs> no, heck no. Okay, I open the door. Golbo, if you would please, if you'd like to lead us around the grounds as we search for your master, that we would greatly appreciate that. Golbo! <laughs> and then he kind of like lurches forward, or lopes forward, through, out into the cavern. So Marion's going to be following him. Yeah, follow. Um, Following. Follow. One of my first, first um, orders of business is going to be to grab one of the torches. Okay, so you've got a torch. You can see there's light. Okay. All right. And following Golbo. I've got my gun out. (laughs) I'm just holding my camera. Taking pics. Okay. So Golbo is kind of sniffing around. Uh, Every so often he'll kind of crouch down and he'll kind of lay there. And it's like he's almost like he's putting his ear to the ground, but you still don't see ears. Just sort of like growths off the bulb. So you don't know what's going on there. But then he'll jump up all excitedly, kind of run around in a circle and head off in another direction. Uh, the butler stays inside. He closes the door behind you, and you see there's a door in the stone of the cavern, but it, it's not like the front door that you saw before. From the inside, it looks like the front door, but when he closes it, it's it's almost like it's just like a, a stone slab with some uh, carvings on it, but it's still a door. There's like a knob there. Lovely. Hey, we're going to be able to get back, right? Like, if we need to? I sure hope so. You can try opening it again to see what you see. 
It's the foyer. Oh, good. And the butler's standing there saying, Back so soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be right back, okay, Lurch? Be careful. Have fun. Oh. Why, why is he so nice? I don't get it. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I don't get it. Lurch seems to be the most normal thing we've come across. <laughs> the most yeah. normal thing. <laughs> so, the, you're in like a cavern, and there are various chambers. It's like it goes through like a long, very round sort of tunnels going off in different directions and they uh, you can just kind of see in the distance. There's probably two or three to choose from. <laughs> Which way is Golbo going? So Golbo has run down one and come out another several times. Like, But you look down the tunnel it's like very strange. It doesn't seem like he could have time. But you do see him kind of sniffing around the entrance of one repeatedly. He'll run down it and come out another, then run down it again and come out a very different one. Strange. So I want to kind of listen. Make a listen check. I want to listen down the one that he keeps starting down. Got an 18 out of 40. Nice. Wow. Nice. That's a hard success. Yeah, boy. You hear, as he runs down, You like, after he goes down the distance, you hear... <laughs> from a distance and it kind of echoes to the cave and then you suddenly hear it again behind you and then it's like echoing from where he's standing back to you through that tunnel somehow this is quite bizarre do we just pick one and go down it i suppose we should uh, let's let's take the one that golbo keeps trying to use we should probably stay really close yes yeah i go i'm um, staying close to you guys Marion's going to get, like, really close to Rachel. Okay. He's, like, really scared. So you start to go down the tunnel. Golbo is running forward and back to you, forward and back to you, every so often just kind of lying on the ground. And then sometimes he just, like, lies there and rolls around for a minute. Like, not rolls like a dog rolls side to side, but rolls more like a hedgehog, like forward. and But rolls in a circle, too. Like, it, And then he jumps back up. And then you start to hear something in the distance. It sounds like a ringing. What sort of ringing? Like a... Like a phone? Like a phone. Oh. Continue forward with the torch held aloft. You eventually come into a small chamber with a chair and a phone. And this time the cord doesn't cut. You make a point to check. It's you see, it's not cut, but it's it's still a cave. You're in the cave, but it looks very similar in layout to that room in the in the mansion. And it's ringing. Lily goes over and picks up the phone and sticks it to her ear. When you do that, it's very loud, like mm. almost uh, painfully loud in your ear, and everybody can hear it. <laughs> and you hear somebody say, "Hello, hello, hello." Oh, hi. Is this Harriet? This is not Harriet. Who are you? I'm Harriet. Alrighty. Um, who are you calling for? Who do you expect to get a hold of? Harriet. Okay. Are you calling yourself? Oh, yeah. Lily is just speechless. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I even respond? Hello. Hello. Hi. Wait, who are you? My name is Lily. Oh, hi. Where, where are you? Where, where are you? That's a good question. Yeah. It's important to know where you are. <laughs> Lily holds out the phone. Anybody else want to try? Yes, let me. Uh, um, hello. Hello. 
This is Professor William Greenwald of Oxford. Uh, Oxford? I didn't think Oxford was still around. Well, of course it is. What? What? No, everything was lost except Minnesota. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you absolutely kidding me? Minnesota. Minnesota? Oh, yeah? Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? After the storm, yeah. The storm? We're in the storm. Oh, you must be in a different one. If they're still in Oxford. What is your name again? I'm sorry. Harriet. We're looking for one Uncle Von Berenson. Have you seen him or do you know of him? No, can't rightly say that I do. I only know Harriet. I, I only know Harriet. Yourself? Yeah, and my other me's. Well, this has been quite enlightening. Um, How many days? Good day to you, Harriet. Ah, oh, good day. Tell Oxford I said I miss it. I hang up. What a conversation. <laughs> you hang up and it immediately starts ringing again. Uh, I look at the room and then I answer it slowly, holding it out from my ear. <laughs> I hang up, I hang up, I hang up. What? <laughs> <laughs> it starts ringing again. Don't do it. I'm not picking up that phone. Don't do it, Professor. I gingerly pull the earpiece up from the from the hole. You hear a voice that's very familiar. It says, Hello? Hello? Is this Professor William? This is Professor William Greenwald, with whom do I have the pleasure of speaking. Professor William Greenwald, of course. <laughs> Who is it, Professor? He just holds up a finger, just a, a wait a second finger. I'm... <laughs> is that so? Yes, I'm glad I caught you. I was looking for me. <sighs> Tell me something only I would know. Yes, well, only you would know. Your cane in pocket watch. A gift from your wife, our wife, on your 50th birthday. You treasure it. More than anything in the world. Y'all see William's face just drop. Yes, yes, it was quite the birthday. But you need to know this. There's something you must know. You must be careful. Yes. You are not me, and I am not you. But we are both Professor William Greenwald. Right. Right. And wherever you may go, whatever you may do, you're you and I am me and we are us. We are us. We are us. We are us. Oh my gosh. You've got to stop. Hang up. He, 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 he falls out of the chair. He just like falls back out of the chair. The, the earpiece is still hanging there. You hear a... Like dial tone. Like the line is uh, still connected, but it's... It's not doing anything active anymore. It's that noise, that awful noise. He goes over and grabs the phone and puts it back on the hook. That's a good. That's a good move. I don't think we should talk to anybody on this phone anymore. They're all crazy. What's Golbo doing? He's just been rolling around, Golboing around. You know, <laughs> Golbo being Golbo. Wow. You know, you know, just being Golbo. Um, Golbo. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, we should, uh, this is not, uh, there's nothing to be gained here. We should leave. Uh, let's. Let's continue. Are there any other paths or we go back the way we came? 
you can go back the way you came or you can keep going forward. This is like a, this is just like a little alcove. In, okay. Yeah, in the middle of the, a longer corridor. Let's continue forward. Uh, we need to, we need to move along. Yeah, I agree. We, we need to get out of here. Do I need to roll sanity? Because I feel like I lost some. I, don't, <laughs> I feel like yeah, I'm, I'm burned. I'll, actually, that's a good good point. Yeah, I meant to have you do that and got caught up in the role play. Good uh, Lord. Roll sanity on that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I rolled a... Okay, it's a 96. So. Oh, no. Oh. Failure. And you have, like, 100 sanity, so you're good. <laughs> if only. Yeah. If only. Let's see. Let's see how many you lose. You only lose three. That could have been worse. Yeah, thank goodness it wasn't a five or higher. You could have been eating worms. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That was awful. <laughs> Can I, like, as we're going, I want to look and see if there's any trace of anything else besides Golbo. Like, has anybody else come this way? Hmm. Yeah, you can do a spot hidden, I think. I don't, I don't know if there's, like, a tracking or something like that. There is a track. There is. There's track. Oh, yeah. Try track. Oh, good. I got 10% in that. <laughs> awesome. Same. <laughs> yeah, that's a 43. <laughs> uh, so not quite. Huh? Okay. Yeah, our spot hidden is really hard. You do see a lot of Golbo tracks that look like they've kind of gone over themselves over and over again. Okay. And by Golbo tracks, I mean human feet tracks, but they're barefoot. Oh, right, so it's not any of you. I thought you were about them. to say feces. Oh, no. Yeah. Human feces. <laughs> By tracks, I mean, you know. <laughs> but his feet are very sweaty. Like, oh, you know. oh look, God. Look, man, look, we don't need that, okay? <laughs> All right, this is horrific thing can... thus far. <laughs> Let us move on. Definitely it's the line. Good, yes. <laughs> Let us move on, please. Okay. Are you going forward or back the way you came? Forward. Oh, you got to move forward. Okay. You eventually hear in the distance the sound of a waterfall. And as you open up, you're in a larger chamber, so the light doesn't extend as far. Before, the chambers have been pretty tight, where the torchlight pretty well illumined everything in, in, in reasonable sight. Now, you can it's still decent lighting, but there's like a waterfall coming from the ceiling, and there's a lake uh, underground, but you can't see all the way across it. And you're, there's, you know, there's pretty generous uh, footing around the lake. You're not, like, in danger of falling in unless you get right up to the edge. But, yeah, there's a... You can either go to the left around the lake or the right side around the lake. Or if you're feeling adventurous, you can swim. No. No. Mm. Rachel uh, <laughs> grabs a pebble and tosses it in. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do it. Disturb what's in there. There's something in there. It's basically a hobbit. Okay, so the professor would probably have tried to stop her, but he has been staring at his pocket watch since you left the telephone room. Oh. Okay. Flipping it open and closing it and flipping it open and closing it. But he does stir at the sound of a plorp of a stone hitting the water. Plorp. Yeah. So every time you open it and close it, uh -huh. the time on the face is different. Yeah, yeah. Not not like normal different, like it's a few seconds later, but like wildly different. Right, yeah, sure. Yeah, makes sense. Checks out. Mm -hmm. uh, and you hear the plop, and so does it. I'm just kidding. Uh, 
but you hear it and it just sounds like a normal a normal rock plop echoey in in the water and it, it does echo there are some ripples you can see faintly and the water seems very black and oily you didn't notice until you saw the ripples but it's like it disturbs some matter in the water and so like you, you notice there's like just really thick something like sediment or something like that it seems like through the water and it just doesn't look you would never you would never drink this I dip my Unless- cane into it and like just like observe the liquid on the cane yeah I mean on the cane it looks normal okay. it doesn't I mean it's just a, it doesn't pull any of the the nasty out just pull pull some of the normal part of the water does it smell uh, it smells vaguely of rotten eggs sulfur you hear a rumbling from which direction <laughs> it's behind you turns out it was just Golbo he was like coughing <laughs> Golbo please he keeps doing please does Golbo if we start to move along the side of the, the water does Golbo follow he does he just waltz with you he doesn't seem to prefer one side to the other but he does seem to want to move forward right which side you're going through? Right or left? Left. I, I don't know, Professor. You know, I don't think it matters. I think we're all going to go crazy. She throws another rock. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. Plop. My dear, if you would please not throw any more rocks. Let's not disturb anything we don't need to. Let's go left, Professor. Left is fine. But let's all agree not to disturb the waters anymore. Marion just... Trips over rock, falls in the water. Oh my <laughs> God! Well, there goes Marion. She was a she there was she a kind is. soul. She's gone. She was you a kind soul. <laughs> we leave her. I lead with the torch on the left side. Put the pocket watch back in my pocket. So, the side of the lake from left to right is just the right distance. So you can't see all the way across from t- the direction you're heading. But as you're going around the left or the right, it's narrow enough. The the torchlight scarcely reaches the other side of the lake, and you notice. Four other figures on the other side of the lake. Nope. Walking alongside you. Crap. You can't make them out. Just silhouettes. It does. But they're they're also walking. Hey, look, there's people. Maybe they know the way out. I'm gonna holler out at them. Okay. Hey, hey. At the same time you holler, you hear an echo. But it seems like it was an echo of your voice before you spoke. It was like almost at the same time. Oh crap. There's no response. That's not normal. Hello, Hello there. there. Same thing. Echo, but it's like almost a weirdly preemptive echo. Mm, Rachel. Yeah. Do you happen to have any more of those rocks? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to throw them in, you know, unless you want me to. Uh, see if you can hit those people over there. All right, I'm going to wind up. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to get hit. See, uh, I rolled a 33. Okay. Oh, super. Okay. So you chuck it across, and a rock lands near your feet. They, uh, they're throwing stuff at us. <laughs> Coincidentally, at the same time you threw something. You know, I, th- I throw another rock at them. Hey, we're walking here! <laughs> <laughs> this one lands in the water, but you hear two plops. 
There is something. You want me to shoot him? I can shoot him. I would prefer no. that you did not. No, I think that that would probably not. There's something strange happening. Yes, this is not normal. Let's let's move on. What kind of a person throws rocks at other people? <laughs> Lily just glances to the side eye at Rachel and shakes her head. These people, you know, people used to have manners. I'm just Rachel, gonna start walking. Please. I'm just gonna keep walking. All right, all right. I won't fight him because you said. All right. As you continue on, you, you notice the silhouettes seeming to keep pace with you. Then you see the waterfall, which before you 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 could see sort of, but mainly just heard and could sense based on the acoustics. So you see the waterfall, and you keep walking, and the waterfall comes between you and them. And on the other side of the waterfall, there's no longer anyone on the other side, it seems like, once you cross and lose sight of them. Now, where'd they go? You know, they were afraid. I bet we scared them off. Yeah, I'm, that's what happened. I'm sure that's it. I say we just keep continuing on. And maybe there's something behind the waterfall. You know, there's always something behind the waterfall. Why don't we go look behind the waterfall? You're very brave over there, aren't you? I mean, you know, if you guys come with me, I'm not going by myself, obviously. <laughs> It's, it's pretty far out in the lake. It's kind of like almost at the midpoint between this side and the other side. So it's not something you, you'd have to get in the water to get pretty mm, close to it. No, oh, no, that's not, not happening. I ain't touching no. the water. No. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. I didn't put nothing in swim, so I'll ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid if we were to jump into this water, your ability to swim would be the least of your worries. Oh, there's nothing in there. That's why I threw the rocks in. Sure. Should we continue on? Yes. Let's let's just overlook the waterfall. Let's get out of this area. Come, Golbo. Golbo. He, he kind of runs ahead. Good. And when you get to the uh, other side of the lake, there's another tunnel. But you're gonna say there's another another Golbo. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no, no, we haven't got to the Golbos. Uh, this one's called Bolgo. Uh, the Bulgo. tunnels. Okay, there's a tunnel. Exactly. All right, there's a tunnel. Can tell you? Can shall we? I just at this point I barely even pause. Let's just keep yeah, going. There's no yeah. sense in delaying. Rain just keeps on walking. Don't have much of a choice. No. Oh yeah, she takes a picture. Okay, so you continue on. Is there anything like following us or anything else in these tunnels? Oh man, crap! It's funny you ask. Make a listen check. Uh, can I make one? I mean, I've got to listen pretty good. Can we all listen? Can we all listen? You can all listen. Oh, yeah, that's a no for me. 39. <laughs> oh, I failed. 39? Oh. Finally, nine. I failed my nine. I got a 25 out of 40. I got a okay. 65 out of 60, so that's uh, garbage. Close. So close. Oh. So you don't hear anything for a while, but but then once you get out of earshot of the waterfall, when the that fades back... Every so often, you might stop to listen. And at first, you don't hear anything because of the waterfall. But then eventually, you notice after you stop, the the sound of your footfall stop. Then you hear like somebody else stopping abruptly much further back. You see the professor in the front with his, with his torch. He kind of pauses and turns his head to the side like he's listening. What is it, professor? I turn to face the three ladies. What is it? What do you hear? I'm afraid we we might not be alone in here. So when he says that, Marion's gonna like 
turn around toward that direction and take a picture. Oh, so the gosh. Flash, so the flash can kind of, I mean, I know we have the torch. Illuminate it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this will let us see what you're talking about. And she takes a picture. When you take a picture, nothing happens. The flash? When you say nothing happens. No, I mean, you, you, nothing out of the ordinary There's nothing happens. there. Mm. Yeah. So you're, you're, I'm assuming you're taking picture turned back behind you. Oh, gosh, Alan. Oh, yeah, I'm looking back there, too. I turn back to the front again. There's nothing there. <sighs> I throw a rock behind us. We know you're following us. The, the rock, you hear it kind of hit the wall and bounce a few bounces, but you don't hear anything else. Maybe there's nothing. Should we just keep moving forward? Yeah, I, I don't think know that's what a choice good idea. we have. Do you want me to like keep an eye behind us? Maybe I'll just watch. All right. I'm gonna kind of like keep a hand on uh, the person beside me and just kind of keep an eye behind over my shoulder as we walk. It seems wise. So as you continue, um, roll a spot hidden as you're searching. Ah, oh, okay. So I failed. My spot hidden seventy five. I rolled an eighty. Oh. Ooh. Oh. You don't say anything. Man. Uh, so, y'all keep going? Yes. We're mm-hmm. continuing. Reluctantly. As you go on, you notice, some of you, there's a very slight gradation. The tunnel you're going is very, very slightly angling downward. We seem to be descending slowly. Into madness. Yes, of course. <laughs> Uh, Golbo seems more and more excited the further along you get. This is concerning. Mm-hmm. Are we getting close, boy? Golbo. Have we almost reached your master? Is, is he is he up ahead? Golbo. Let's keep going. Yeah. Have you seen anything, Rachel? I don't think there's nothing there, Professor. You feeling all right? No. I feel terrible. You seemed to, like you were bothered by something back there at the telephone. I've been bothered by many things this night, Rachel. Just trying to survive the night. So as you proceed, you come into a chamber. Great. And this is after a good long while. And as you approach, you can sense you're you're probably two, maybe three stories further down than you thought you were. Mm. uh, Or than you originally were when you started down this tunnel. And the waterfall has well faded behind you. You notice symbols all over this chamber. Uh. They're not just on... It's it's almost like cave paintings, mm. but not like anything you've ever seen. Especially you, Professor. You would recognize any sort of like actual like anthropological sure. cave paintings. These are much more erratic. Mm. So, I was going to say, since I looked at the journal earlier, do I make a connection with what was in the journal with what's on the... Roll an intelligence check. So, I think 21 out of 80. Ooh. Okay, wow. That's good. Yeah. So, you roll... Uh, or you... you don't. I mean, you did roll, but <laughs> you look over the symbol. So, this is sort of... A, most of the, most of the uh, tunnels you've been in have been fairly round. This is no exception. This is a very round, almost spherical room. It's just flat a little bit at the top and the bottom. 
symbols surround you on all sides, and as you and you kind of like start following one, you follow it, you follow it along across the ceiling. It's, it's not really one symbol; it's like just a train of symbols and different connections that you're making. And as you do so, they start almost kind of glowing, but only to you. Nobody else sees this. Some of them start to glow, and they like stand out to you. And then you see like a line go from one to the other, and you're making connections, and. And this isn't like your mind's eye kind of thing. This is what you're actually seeing. Um, there's something up with these symbols. You're right. They look strange. I've never seen anything quite like them. They're glowing. And she's going to kind of like walk where she's kind of looking, like tracing them. Mm -hmm. Like she's, you know, under them. Glowing in what way? It's like, as I follow the letters and the symbols, it's just glowing like I'm on the right track she's kind of lost in it like she's kind of not making sense but you know in her head she kind of makes sense just cause like the whole journal thing and uh, it's just weird these there's nothing glowing how do you Marianne? not see that can she reach them the symbols yeah you can't reach the ones on the ceiling but you can certainly reach the ones on the floor and the wall up to a point well, she's going to, like, keep walking like she's just enamored by these glowing symbols. And when she can reach one, she's going to touch it and, like, follow it down where it's going. And just keep on doing that. She's just touching them like she's just in awe, I guess. So we don't see the glowing, mm -hmm. but she's talking about the glowing and following. Right. You all can see the symbols fine. You can see them, but they're not glowing. They just look like, like painted. Almost like they were painted with, like fingers like not like a brush or anything elaborate mm -hmm. and some of them are carved instead of painted uh some of them are both painted and carved and some of them are the same or different symbols one painted one carved overlapping this is strange very strange marion i don't i don't see the glowing are you feeling all right yeah she's gonna just try to find the end of it if she can so there's not really an end. It just kind of like what you're seeing is like connections between them and similarities. And there's like a strange logic you're following from one to the other. And it's reminding you of things from the journal. It's like the journal is sort of like unlocking them. And so you're following it and it just keeps looping around as it loops. It's not, it's looping around the room, but it's not looping like logically. It's almost like pie, like it's infinite, but it's not a pie. It's not a number. And as you're doing this, you notice, like, it's like you don't come to necessarily, but it's like suddenly you, your eyes break from the symbols and you see these little specks of light in the, in the chamber, like almost like fireflies glowing, like in and out, in and out. But they're not glowing in and out like it's bright and then dim or bright and then it's a firefly that's not glowing. It's like they're coming in and out of existence all around you. But only you see this, Marion. Can she try to grab one? So make a pow check. Pow. Pow. Power. Pow. Kablamo. <laughs> Kazap. <laughs> 54 out of 60. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you grab one. Oh. And when you do, oh, no. you start to glow, and everybody can see that. No. Oh, my. Miriam, what is What's going on? I have no idea. What is happening? There was a, like a glowy firefly. Like, glowing how? What does she look like? She just looks like she's shining. She's yeah, sort of so like shining. 
not like a very bright glow. <laughs> it's more like a uh, like a faint luminescence. Yeah, like all of her skin, all and her clothes, all of her is just kind of faintly emanating light. Uh, and then suddenly, you open your mouth and there's just chanting. Similar, it's it's almost like a similar scenario to what uh, the the butler did earlier where he opened it and there was just like weird sounds coming out. You just have your mouth wide open and there's like and it just kind of repeats and it and in your mind like you're still conscious. You're not doing this intentionally but in your mind you're following the symbols as you do this. Marion is going to go over and shake her. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Identity crisis. Uh, Marion Candy Rachel is going to go over. <laughs> as soon as you touch her, you start glowing and chanting too. Oh, oh crap. No. Oh, no. Lily, yeah, I'm I, a fr- Lily, what do we do? I have absolutely no idea. Um, <sighs> What's Golbo doing? You can't touch him. Okay, he's just saying Golbo. He, he kind of starts running around them and rolling around them, just agitated, but not like in a bad way. Like a dog gets agitated whenever it's like excited. Are the symbols glowing now for us? No, the symbols are still mundane. It's just the people who are glowing. Lily starts waving her hands in front of them to see if that gets their attention at all, or if they're still focusing on the um, lettering on the wall. No, they're still, they're still focused. They're staring and chanting blankly towards the symbols but their eyes are kind of following the symbols around. Okay. Professor, what do we do? I don't know. Uh, uh, Rachel. Can you hear me, Rachel? Oh, <laughs> Is there anything else happening in the room? No, it's just you two watching them two and Golbo kind of getting more and more excited. I try to, like, take my cane and push Rachel's hand off of Marion. It doesn't work. Like, every time you try to push, like, she's got an iron grip. You can't even... Crap. Crap. What What do we do? I, what? I'm at a loss. I have no idea. They both disappear. What? What? Golbo says... Golbo! 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 They really did disappear? They really did disappear. Holy crap! Professor, professor. Where have they gone? Well, I have no idea. What? I don't know where they could have gone. They're glowing, for goodness sake. Uh, the torch goes out. Oh. Uh, oh my I'm glad I ain't in there. I'm over here glowing somewhere. Professor, is it too late to point out I'm afraid of the dark? Yes, it's far too late. Listen, quiet. I'm listening very intently. Lily and Professor must make a sanity check. Okay, I rolled an 11. I wrote a, rolled a 90. Oh. Okay. Wow. So, for passing, there's no sanity loss. For failing, there's just one. Okay. It's okay. not too bad. Sending into madness. And you said you're going to listen? Yes. Yes. Make a listen check. No go for me. It's a, well, my listen is a 40, and I rolled a 40. Okay. So, it is deathly quiet. All you can hear is your own heart beating. And Golbo going, Golbo, Golbo. Professor, I am at a loss. We can't see anything. We don't hear anything. Do you have any matches? Do, do you have any matches? Do you have a, a torch, a, a, a flashlight? Roll a luck check to see if you have any matches. 63. 
My luck's a 70. Okay, so you have a match. Okay, I did not. Nice. I try to light the torch. Okay. So the torch lights, and you are not where you were. Where are we? Professor, that's what I was about to ask you. What's around us? So you are in a room similar to where you were. Symbols all over the walls. And it's the same sort of symbols. Except it's you're no longer in a cavern. You're in more of like a... It, it's it's a human construction of some sort. But it's, it's made more of like obsidian. Like rock. Like block. Okay. But you can tell it's like carved. It's not like... On top of that, like the door is a normal door. It's not just an opening like a tunnel. And this time the symbols are moving and they are, they're not glowing, but they are like liquid looking. So it's like, as they move, they retain shape, but they're sort of kind of not wiggling, but you know, like flowing and there's a door. Professor, I kind of think we should be going through that door at this point. Yes. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go. We go through the door. Okay. You open the door, and there are Rachel and Marion sitting across from each other playing chess. There you guys are. What happened? You guys just came to. You're in the middle of a chess game. Neither side is winning. You're like, it looks like it's been going on for like, and it's like looking at the state of the chess board, it looks like it's been going on for maybe half an hour, but it's not like neither of you are like really clear what's happened. You're just like, whoa, hey, what's happening? You, your mind was just completely on the chess game and you snapped out of it. You're like, whoa, hey. And the last thing you remember is walking into that room. You don't remember the chanting. You don't remember the glowing. Uh, what? What's going on? The two of you disappeared completely. You disappeared? Yes. You were glowing. Marion, you were talking about the symbols glowing, and, and then you began to illuminate yourself, and then... How did you when? get here? What are you doing? You're Why talking you? crazy. Uh, I'm talking crazy. You're sitting in a room playing chess. I don't think that's the most bizarre thing we've seen. Oh, man. No, I don't play chess. <laughs> Is there anything else going on in the room? Uh, no, but it does look more normal than a cave or obsidian. Is there another door? There is a, there's like a little doggy door and Golbo comes through that. Golbo! Oh my gosh. We have to get out of here. We, yes. Well, there is one very important question that we have not asked. Which is? Well, who won the chess game? It's mid game and it seems pretty even. Oh. I don't think the chess game is what we should be worried about at this moment in time. Just wondered. We've all just been transported to different rooms. Uh, well, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Probably doesn't matter. <laughs> but I mean, I could have been winning, right? Certainly, yes, <laughs> yes. no doubt. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. I walk over to the door. There's a door? Another door? There is another door. Uh, bes- there's, so there's the door you just came through. Mm-hmm. There's the doggy door on one end of the room. And then there's another door. So I go over to the door we came in, and I, is the door still open? Yes. Yeah, can I still see all the weird moving liquid symbols in the obsidian room? You can see into there. You can see the symbols moving. But they kind of start slowing down and stop as you as you look. All right. I go for the new door. You open the new door, and you're back in the library. 
What? What has just happened? Is this the library? It does sure look like it. Is this a different door than the one we entered the library from previously? It's a different door. So you're, you're in sort of a side room. And you see up on a ladder, the butler. He jumps off, opens an umbrella, and floats down. Mm-hmm. And says, in the voice of the librarian, Well, hello. I see you've found the chess room. Close the door. <laughs> no, not yeah, so. that's a good call, Marion. <laughs> what is going on? I have stepped into the room. I'm in the room. You're in the library, or you the, can close the, the old room. Yeah, I'm in the library. I, I stepped straight through. Oh. You, can, you can close it. No, I was just. I, I'm across. I'm sitting in a chair playing chess. I'm just like. <laughs> What's happening? Well, it seems you've just started a game of chess. No, wait a second. No, that's not right. Lurch is acting like the librarian. Something weird is going on. Whatever do you mean? And then the butler closes the umbrella and puts it under his arm. Same mannerisms. He's no longer got the stiff demeanor about him. Same mannerisms as the librarian earlier. And the worst part is he even has that same sort of Stepford smile. But on him, it's a totally different effect. Okay, now I might not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but that ain't Lurch. No, that you're right. No, I know Lurch. He's the most normal thing around this. That ain't normal. This is not normal. None of this has been normal. Suddenly, he notices Golbo and says, ah, Golbo, you know you're not supposed to be in the library. You're too uh, destructive. Golbo, Golbo. Oh. The butlerian says... <laughs> Uh, just, well, it's okay as long as we can keep good watch over you. Librutler. Exactly. The butlerian. Butlerian is better though. The butlerian. So I want to investigate the chess room. Okay, do a spot hidden. Forty-one. I have a twenty-five. So you don't spot hidden. You don't spot what's hidden. Pope. Am I speaking with the butler? Or am I speaking with the librarian? Well, this is the librarian. The butler is a... Yeah, he's he's quite a different person. I'm confused. As am I. I've been confused. This is strange. You look like Lurch. Well, things here are not always as they seem. Is there a cliff I can jump off of just head first? <laughs> yeah, it's behind the other door. Well, if you can get outside and in the when the storm's <laughs> not here and the come on topology is as it should be there's a cliff in the woods oh, so, Paul feels like he's going mad what <laughs> I don't know what's like happening at this, at this point I don't know what we do where we go that's right I have nothing uh, we have been like wrapped back around a square one the professor uh, he leans on his cane he pulls out his glasses and he says well it's it's been nice to see you again uh, and he he turns around, he walks into the chess room, and he sits down at the chessboard. Okay. Make an intelligence check. Can I push the roll? You can push it, yes. So you're thinking really hard, and and for some reason you're just thinking about the chessboard. It just it seems the thing to, to focus your mind on to keep your sanity. Pushing the roll, though. It's, I know it's dangerous. Something bad can happen. Okay. If he fails. So I'm ashamed to say I failed it again. No! 
no. I got a 77, and my intelligence is a 70. As you study the chessboard, mm. you you get a headache, and mm. it's you you you're, you get a brain fog. It's so it's not so much like your head is hurting. It's it does a little bit, but it's more just like your your head's filled with cotton. Like you can't think. Like it's like you're trying to grasp at something, something that seems like it's blatantly obvious to you, but you just can't get a hold of it. Lily comes and sits with the professor at this chessboard. Are we all just sitting at the chessboard? Yeah, what else are we gonna do? No, no, I've had enough of this, alright? Walk around in circles, I stuck my hand in a corpse, there were hearts with worms that I wanted to eat at one point, what is that about? <laughs> Librarian, I'm- you can tell us right now what's going on, alright? I'm gonna try an intimidator. Okay, roll an intimidation check. Alright, come on. My intimidate is 75. I was gonna say, you should be pretty good. <laughs> Rolled an 83. Oh my gosh, our <laughs> rolls are killing us. Yeah, just push the roll. Oh my, we're gonna an die. 83. Just push it, yeah. <laughs> just push the roll. Yeah, oh, you can push it. Yeah. Uh, Let's do that. Oh no. The librarian <laughs> oh butler oh, just no. kinda kinda swell doesn't swell up, but just kinda like is unfazed. So uh, so how are you gonna push this? Draw your gun. She's gonna like straighten her jacket mm. and like kinda pull it back so you can see the revolver. Mm-hmm. Oh. She says, uh, now I've been very patient. <laughs> All right. Okay. I feel like I have been very patient here, but there are things that I can do to you that I'm not going to talk about in present genteel company. All right. I'll say with that revolver, you get a bonus die. So it's like having advantage. <sighs> 24 is my r- lowest. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's oh. hard. Success. Yes. So you see the butlerian. He doesn't cow necessarily. He doesn't like tremble. Just goes, okay, okay. I can see you. uh, (laughs) You guys have had a rough night of it. And I know this can't be easy. These storms are not easy on any of us. So I'll let you in on a little secret. And then he takes off through the the library says, come along, come along. Rachel looks back. Is he skipping too? <laughs> I'm still sitting at the table. Come on, guys. My, like rubbing my eyes and rubbing my hands over my balding head, covering my ears. It's killing me. Come on, what else are we going to do? Are we just going to leave I, the professor? I, 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 come on, professor. I mean, I, I'll get up and follow. Lily gets up and starts following the librarian. When he stands up, Marion's going to like put her arm or like get under his armpit and like kind of take me along yeah okay and follow the butlerian okay so y'all follow (laughs) you're back in the little alcove where you saw the thing before it's gone it's cleaned up and but the uh the stone slab door thing is still on the ground and the whole dealie there in the front is like in or on the front the back of the thing that it came out of the sarcophagus the butlerian gestures forward and says, Well, you might want to check out where the tendril came from. You mean that red goopy thing? That's right. Lily goes over and checks it out. Okay. Yeah, that works too. As much as I don't want to. It's like a doorway. Rachel is watching the librarian, <laughs> not the tendril. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the, the tendril you don't see. You just see a hole. Mm. In in the back of the stone sarcophagus, 
and it's it's Aww. like it's the same width as the uh, tendril. So you know, maybe like two or three inches across. Oh, no, and look at a hole. <laughs> and as you get close to it, oh, Golbo no. has followed you, and he goes, Golbo. He's like growling at the at the hole. He does not like it. Well, that makes me entirely uncomfortable. What are y'all going to do? Are you going to inspect it? What's in there, librarian? The answers you seek, maybe. You know, that thing almost killed us. <laughs> yeah, it did. Lily looks through the hole. Okay. When you look through the You're hole... you put your eyeball? Oh, my. Yeah, do it, do it. Oh, do it. Oh. So you, you lean in close. You have to sort of no. tiptoe up to get to the eye level. And... You see, at first it's just dark. You're like, I don't. So, there's is there anything in there? But then you see it, a heartbeat, bum bum, bum bum. And it's weird to say you see a heartbeat instead of hear it. But you can see sort of like the darkness contract and release. Oh no! Oh, no. The house is alive. And whenever that happens, the back wall of that slab falls forward, and you fall forward with it. Oh, no. And you're in the dark. Oh, no. And you guys just see her fall into the dark, and then there's just an opening, a dark opening there. I stumble forward toward her. Yeah, Marion, too. Try to grab her. Yeah. But she's already in there, and so you reach forward, and as soon as you reach toward the darkness, you're just in all in full darkness. Whoever, anybody who reaches in there. Oh, crap. I was in the front. Yeah, I was holding the professor. And you hear the librarian, toodaloo. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, no. I should have shot her. Should have shot her. Should have shot her. I doomed us all. So you feel like you're falling for a good while. And then after you fall for a good while, you land in something. Uh, it feels like you're in a giant plate of pasquetti. No, no. <laughs> it's worms. It's wet. It's writhing. No. It's a tendril. It's a tendril. Oh, no. And after a while of sort of like just kind of struggling and getting your bearings, you realize you can see. Your eyes are kind of adjusting to the low light. And you see another figure in there with you. Oh, no. He's just tangled up. Who's there? Do I recognize the figure at all? Can I tell any features? It's hard to see. You can tell it's a man. He's an older man, not quite as old as the professor, but, you know, maybe in his late 50s. I call out to him. What's your name? Can you hear me? He kind of comes to, he's like, oh, who, who's in here? Who? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Uncle Von Berenson. Oh, dear oh, God. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> My first question for you is, Uncle, your real name? Oh, well, that's a complicated question, but yes. Where are we? We are in the atrium. Oh, no. Oh, no, I did not want to go here. You know the one place that Butler told us we didn't want to go? Why did we end up here? Well, we've been looking for you. So can I get out of the tendrils? Like, can I try? You can try, make a uh, strength or dex check, depending on how you're doing it. You can either try to pull yourself out by sheer strength, or you can try to wiggle around and get out. I think I'll use dex. Are we all caught, or can I help her? Uh, you're all pretty well caught up in it. But I guess it would be more like wiggling around and trying to get loose more than strength. Yeah, Lily's going to try to get out. 
Okay. I'm gonna try to get out, but I'm gonna muscle it. Wow. Okay, I got a 95 out of... Fitty. Fitty. You fall deeper in. Oh. oh Snikies. Which one did you say we were rolling for? You could do either strength or dex. Dex is better. I rolled a 95, y'all. I went farther into the things, y'all. 81. 81, so I'm stuck. 92. Mm. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Five. Oh. <laughs> That's an extreme success. Freedom. You pull yourself out. You're not like, you're not like out of it because it's just as far as you can see, it's there. You're on top of it now instead of like down in it. But the rest of y'all are just still kind of in it. The muscles. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Uncle looks at you and says, "Oh, impressive." And then he himself stands up and he says, "Though oh, I wouldn't try too hard." Whenever he stands up, you notice there are a bunch of tendrils coming out of his back. Oh, oh no! Oh god! No! No! He he isn't swollen and nasty like the other guy though. Not yet. No, he's just like they're not coming in or out. He's they're not pulling. They, they seem firmly fixed there. It's not like the other one where it's like stuffed in. It's like Doctor Octopus. Yeah, similar to that. But there's like there's like probably like twelve or more. Oh. Maybe thirteen. Oh, That's dead. a spooky number. We're dead. We're dead. We're dead. I've been trying to get out of here for weeks now. For weeks. We were sent to look for you. Who sent for you? Baron, uh, Baron von Berenson. Oh, he's not a real Baron. I've told him so many times. Just because <laughs> your name is von Berenson doesn't mean you're a Baron. In any case, yes, my, uh, my nephew. I'm glad he sent for you to seek me out, but where is he? How did he not listen or look? He said he had things to do. Ah, that coward. He knows what's at stake here. He knows what we're trying to do. And what is that exactly? Well, we're trying to find the other place. What other place? The other us. The other dimensions. I spoke with myself. Yes. On the telephone. Yes, I've, I've had many conversations with myself. I'm quite the, the chatter I am sometimes, and others of me are quite reticent to speak. You're mad. Yes. I don't deny it. But only through madness can we achieve great things. Most geniuses were called mad in their time. So Marion's going to start freaking out. She does not like being <laughs> tangled up in this stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Everybody yeah. make a sanity check. Can I not fail one, please? I got a, I got a six. Oh my gosh, I got a four. I got a four. Wow. Oh. Okay, this game's creepy. <laughs> this is I got freaky. a 58, <laughs> but my sanity is 54 now. Oh. Mm. Oh, no. oh gosh, the worms. <laughs> no, not in a pile of tendrils, because that is not going to be a pretty picture. I can tell you guys that. It's okay. Mine's gone down seven, so I'm at 63, not 70. Ooh, so those who lost lose six. Oh. What about those of us that succeeded? Can we get out? Yes. You lose two. Okay. okay. Well, now I'm at 61. So if you lost... Yeah, so if you lost, oh, Rachel. So in this case... So you still have the worm thing, so that reignites. Oh crap! Oh great! And you're like in in heaven right now, but at the same time, 
you have a sudden mania where you hear it in the distance. Quacking. <laughs> quacking? Quacking? <laughs> What's quacking? And it's just a faint quacking of a duck in the distance. And you don't know why, but this <laughs> concerns you. At the same time, you, you want to go find the quacking. But you know that no matter how close you get, it's going to remain just as far away. It's going to be like a giant duck in the distance. <laughs> yeah, duck through the Duck <laughs> You guys hear that? Hear what? Well, I don't know. I hear nothing. What are you talking about? How do we get out of here? How did a duck get in here? Well. There's no duck, Rachel. That's quite the question. And I'll show you. And he kind of like writhes. And the tentacles coming out of his back start wiggling. And all the tentacle the tendrils that you're in are start wiggling. And he's like screaming. <laughs> that drowns out the quacking. And you're, you think, huh, I prefer the quacking. Uh, <laughs> and you see above you a portal open. Similar to like a Doctor Strange type portal. And in the distance, you see many things. You see a hill and a silhouette of a man with the moon behind him glowing. Then it sort of shifts and you see like a sky view of the United States and the just really kind of and it zooms in down to where Arkham is. And you see tentacles just running all over the ground, all over the earth. And then it kind of zooms back out and you see tentacles cover all of the U.S. except Minnesota. Of course. Then you see another planet. You see a lake. It is yellow and it is covered in boats. And each boat has a lantern. And each lantern has a little wisp of purple smoke coming from it. And they're floating just in random patterns. And then it sort of like folds in on itself. You just see visions upon visions upon visions. And the guy says, to escape, we must face the storm. The storm, it clouds the the dimensions. We can't find our way home. We need, we need a tuning fork. We need a waypoint. We need something. And I can't get us out. I can't get us out unless, unless we calm the storm. And then you see the portal changes this time back to the library. And whenever it does, you see the butlerian standing there. You see Golbo, and Golbo jumps through, and he falls down in your midst. Golbo! Yay, I missed him. And the, the thing's still just flickering and flashing every which way. The guy is still, like, he's acting like he's in pain, just screaming, but every so often stopping to talk. And all the tentacles, or the tendrils you're in are just writhing. Make a sanity check. Again. This is where we die, guys. Yeah, that's an 88. 49. Wow. I actually had a 44, so I'm doing pretty good on that. Yeah. I failed. Sarah. Failed. <laughs> okay. Again. Uh, that's a fail, Regis. <laughs> Those who passed take yeah. two points. Those who failed take seven. Oh, oh crap. Uh, so as you're seeing all of this, those who failed just... It's like every time the the quote-unquote channel changes on that portal, you're just like there. You think you're there. You're in your mind attunes to that world and whatever crazy logic it follows and it's like whiplash. 
those who passed still see it and are still unnerved by it, but they're able to keep their mind from being assimilated by it. So who all still not? Who who all still sane? Me. Okay. So the other two are transfixed on that. What are y'all to do? I'm gonna try to get out of these tentacles again. Okay. Because I'm still wedged up in there. Try that. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing that too. Like after seeing that, I'm more frantic. Okay. Twenty-six. Thirteen. So, I got it. Okay, both of y'all managed to climb out. That's good. Professor is still down in there, but he's transfixed. Rachel is out of it, but she's transfixed. And the uncle is still just sort of writhing around. And Golbo is running around him frantically. Just kind of like, Golbo, Golbo! Like he's concerned. Can I go to try to get the professor out of it? Yeah. Yeah, I would... I would definitely go for the professor since Rachel's out. Okay, go for, y'all go help. Y'all can do strength or dex for him as well. 37. So either is fine for me. So I got a 70. I didn't do good. Yeah, well, Lily manages to pull him out, but okay. he's still transfixed, but he is standing stable on the outside. Professor, snap out of it. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> just slap. Just start slapping him. So the writhing of the tendrils gets even more intense. Hmm. I can't do anything. I'm I'm incapacitated. I know. I just saying. You need a. He said you need some sort of tuning fork. You need a, a lightning rod, something to get you back home, basically. So I will probably go for the professor's uh, <laughs> cane because I don't have anything. Okay. So I could like pull the sword out and like maybe use it. Just hold it up, or I don't know, point it at the tendrils. She don't really know what to do. And the tendrils are coming out of the uncle's back, right? Right. If you have his, you know, cane sword thing, maybe try to cut the tendrils. Cut them off? Maybe. Oh, boy. I only have a small knife, so. Marion will go over to the professor, grab his cane, pull the sword out, and, like, kind of hold it up, see if anything happens. Toward the portal? Toward the portal. Okay. When you hold it up toward the portal, the uncle says... No, no, that won't work. It's too imperfect. We need a pure metal or pure crystal or something with a pure heart. But I've learned that none exists in this world. It's me, isn't it? I'm the pure heart. It's me. <laughs> make a pure heart check. <laughs> you can make a pal check to see if you can do something magical with it. I got a 44 out of 60. Okay, so when you do that, the portal starts bleeding into the sword but you find that it's just not its not getting in there. It's not, like, doing what it should. It, it, it actually accelerates the way it's flipping between channels. Oh, crap. And you can feel the impurities of your own heart coming through the sword as well. Bella looks around to see if there's anything else that they could probably use. The dog. Did the dog the purest thing? <laughs> Golbo, he's pure. We offer the dog as sacrifice. If you're going to kill Golbo? He's the purest thing. I didn't know my character was impure. Poor Marion. She's so young. So the, the uncle says, Golbo, he is pure. No. 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 What happens? So then Golbo goes... And he he has so his tongue that you've seen kind of coming out of the bulb. Oh gosh! 
he extends that, and it's much longer than you would have thought. Oh, no. And it turns out it looks a lot like those tendrils. Oh, my gosh. So he extends his tendril tongue all the way up to the portal. And when he does, it fixes on the library. And you see the librarian smiling that Stepford smile. Not the butlerian, the librarian. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. And you see the butler step in behind her. That's where we need to go. That's where we need to be. And you see the uncle step in behind them. What? We were in the wrong dimension. The other uncle says, grab Gulbo. Do I have the faculties to do so? I mean, I can grab his hand. If yeah, we can grab him. Yeah, y'all can grab him. Y'all can grab both of them. Lily grabs Gulbo. Marion grabs Professor and makes sure Rachel is also heading for Gobel. Mm-hmm. But if she's not, she's going to grab her too. We're all just going to tackle Gobo. Jump on Gulbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so y'all grab Gulbo. Ride this Gulbo train all the way home. <laughs> and it's like the tongue starts retracting and it's pulling oh. you up towards okay. the portal. Oh. And as you do, the tendrils below so start following you up. No. Oh, no. It's going to no, grab no, no. I'm dead. And the uncle is pushing himself up with the tentacles separately toward the thing. Yeah, we don't want him to go. Though. No. He can stay where he's at. Are y'all going to do anything to try to stop him? Uh, Rachel is trying to... Uh, Shoot him. Like, grab some of the tendrils. Just, like, pop them in her mouth. Because they look like worms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never beyond the worms. Oh, someone shoot so, Someone shoot the I'm uncle. I'm shooting the shoot uncle. Lily is uncle. shooting the uncle. <laughs> okay, so you succeed in biting the tendril. Oh. No. Yes. Make a... Firearms handgun check to shoot the uncle. Crap. This needs to be a hard success. 55. Okay, so that's not not a hard hard success. success. Push it. So you shoot, and it hits, but it hits the tendrils. It doesn't hit the uncle. And there's so many tendrils, it's just like... Yeah. Six shots left. (laughs) Okay, you can keep shooting. I'm going to shoot again. Okay, shoot again. 28. Okay, that's a hard success. So this time you hit the uncle square in the chest. And whenever you do, he goes limp, but the tendrils are still pushing him up. Uh, well, that's unfortunate. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know what to do. I did my part. I mean, I have nothing else I could do. How many rounds has it been? Do I still have Do I still have the professor's uh, sword in my hand? Or did I? You do. Okay. You, you still I'll have try it. I've got a... I'll try to cut the tendrils from the, the uncle. Okay. So since you are hanging on to Golbo with one hand, you need you're gonna have a penalty die, but make a fighting brawl check to see if you can do that. Eighty six. It's awful. I swing like a little pansy. <laughs> you manage to nick a tentacle, but it doesn't it doesn't do anything. Y'all are almost to the portal. And the two of you who are transfixed, since you're kind of, since it's back to like the normal, the normal world, it's like you've gotten back to your mental faculties. You're okay. tuned to that world now. It okay. just took a minute for your head fog to clear from all the, right. literally the knowledge of hundreds of worlds being infused into your brains. Right. Y'all are very close to it. Well, I'm going to shoot those tentacles. Okay. Make a, make a firearms check. 39. 39. Ooh, hard success. You, you hit the tentacles. 
and you see juice flowing out of them. No longer looks appetizing. Does <laughs> <laughs> not look like a tasty gummy worm anymore. What's that taste? No. Something. I'm just reaching up toward the. You don't want to know, Rachel. You don't want to know. You hear Golbo, but it's kind of muffled because he's got a tongue stuck. Okay. 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 Wow. Right. Tastes like worms. And exactly, bulborms. So Ew. you're pulled through the portal, and suddenly you fall through, and you come through just like before. The slab falls down, and you're all in the sarcophagus, kind of just like falling through, falling forward in a pile. And you look up, there is the butler, the librarian, the uncle behind both of them. Baron von Berenson has also showed up. And behind you, here comes the other uncle. And whenever he comes through, the tendrils slice through the portal closes and it slices through the tentacles and he's laying there he's got a chest wound from a bullet gun hole the tentacles that come out the back of him are just like wildly writhing Golbo is kind of losing his mind Golbo, Golbo, Golbo. but then he looks at the other uncle and he looks at this uncle and he's confused Golbo. what do y'all do I don't know what do you do I've lost my mind. This is nuts. Uh, I think that's the whole point. I think I'm going to go to the uncle not hurt, and I'm going to just run up to him. What? What is going on? Well, I don't know, quite frankly. <laughs> this is, I think that's me. But I don't know if that's a future me or another me. And I really hope it's not a future me. Is it dead? It's not dead. It's going. It's like <gasps> kind of like heaving, and the tentacles are kind of writhing. I can shoot him again. Yeah, shoot it again. Just keep shooting it. How about shoot him? <laughs> when you pull that out, the uncle runs forward and puts his hand on on your and says, "No, wait. He's not doing anything. He's he's crippled. We should uh, study this." That might be part of the problem. Okay. You're all mad. No offense, but I'm getting out of here. Yeah, I'll just take my paycheck and we'll be we'll just make our way out, okay? Yeah. And move to Minnesota. Yeah, we're moving to Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we get out of here. Uh what's what's in Minnesota? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gosh. I don't think that's us. I think I think there's probably one of those for every state. One of those worlds that gets spared. Or one of those states that gets spared. My good man, I shall take my leave. Now we found your uncle. We have found the uncle. So yeah, our job's finished. We're done. Paychecks. Baron von Berenson says, "Looks like you found two of them, but you're only getting paid once." That's fine. I'm, I'm getting okay. Please, that. yes. Okay. If we could, does he have the checks right there? Could we if, just be gone, please? If yes, he yes. does, she's just gonna. Grab I would like one to leave. Yeah, we're, I'm out of here immediately. I want to be done. Well, the storm is over. Turns out my uncle was in the storm shelter this whole time. You didn't think to check there before you? Good for him. Right? <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, very nice. Thank did you. Did you even check the basis before sending us those letters? Yes. Hiring us? Butler, when I said, where would you look? Never once was a storm shelter mentioned. This is ridiculous. This is, <laughs> um, 
I'm leaving. I didn't know there was a storm shelter. He never told me. I'm leaving. Marion's going to take a quick picture, and she's going to walk away. <laughs> so he uh, he says, yes, yes, your checks will be in the mail. Thank you for your time. Thank you for this. I hope you have all grown as people as part of this. You're the worst person I've ever met. Yes. Definitely. I'm going to need a lot of therapy. All right? Yes. <laughs> well... Uh, for what I've paid you, you can afford among the best in Arkham. Well, Better. bid you farewell and goodbye and good night. Good day to you, sir. Yes. Good day. As you leave the mansion, the butler, the librarian, the uncle, the good one, the whole one. Mm -hmm. And the baron. And baron all stand on the porch waving at you. <laughs> Golbo gives a Golbo. And as you leave, the world... It seems normal again. It's morning. Oh. Birds are singing. We're so in the wrong dimension. We're so in the, We're wrong, in the one. wrong one. The miasma of madness seems to have lifted. No. But something seems off. <laughs> you can't quite put your finger on it. Is it the encroaching madness, or did you change the wrong channel? <sighs> and that's where we end it. Oh, no. oh, come on. <laughs> Hey, if, if there's another one of me, I'm going to murder them and take their place. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I had a twin. I it. had no idea. Uh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Jamie and Sarah, for playing. Yeah, you are awesome. <laughs> that was fun. Hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> and creepy. I have goosebumps. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad y'all liked it. Oh, Sorry that you, you know, wound up in the wrong dimension. Is what it is. Because we did. I got to kill someone, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. Somebody needs to come over so Marion can uh, develop those uh, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. It might not help. <laughs> Marion goes to a psych ward after seeing the images. <laughs> Rachel yeah. will come over, yeah. but she's going to bring a bottle of bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's gonna help um, alright that does it for the call of Cthulhu uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye bye, bye. you can't you can't even <laughs> crap what what do we do? I, what? I'm at a loss. I have no idea. They both disappear. What? 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 Golbo says, Where's Rachel? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. No. Oh, that, he, he doesn't do that. He just goes, Golbo.